Welcome to my basement, everybody. You know my next guest. I'm talking my next guest, like I just had one. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's early. Okay, ready? I, I usually go a bit later than this. <laughs> okay, one sec. Welcome to my basement, everybody. We have a wonderful guest, somebody that you've been missing for a long time. It's Foobs. He's I'm, back. I've never left. Come I've on, been in here this whole time. <laughs> Nice game space, my friend. That looks awesome back there. Thanks, I haven't man. seen your new room. This is your new house, right? Yes. Well, thank you for checking out my YouTube video where I did a complete walkthrough of my game room. Thanks, uh, well, you did a walkthrough, but the I support. think there was just tape on the walls. The, yeah, there was the nothing. And then I did an updated yeah. one where there was stuff in it, where it was actually... Oh, I missed uh, part two. Yeah, um, but it's back there. It's, uh, it's just a little bit of my collection. You can't see all of it. I still need to put posters up on the wall. So I got a lot of wall space. That's why the camera's That's awesome. You can see my, see my Han Solo rug down there in Carbonite. Oh, very cool. That is dope. It's How hard. are you? Doing good, man. Just, you know. Doing all right? Surviving. I'm married now. You know, I know. Congratulations. Man. Congratulations yeah. from me and from everybody that watches EP and Vic's Basement. That's so huge. Does your, your life feel different at all that you're married? Uh, or does it yeah, feel... Dude, it's like all I do is just hang out with my wife. That's all <laughs> I do now. I, we don't go anywhere. <laughs> we don't do anything. We just hang out together. That's it. It's like I didn't think it was going to be this drastic a change. I thought, you know, we'd enjoy time out. No, no, we just uh, I, I cook a lot more. It's about the pandemic it. is your honeymoon. There that it is. is. It's yeah. uh, it's it's nice for everybody to join along. Um, <laughs> I've got some fancy masks uh, in the last few months. Uh, yeah, about it. Yeah, we're all searching. We're all mask shopping these days. It's so I got nuts, a dope. Right? I have a scorpion one. I was like, I need oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. I got that's scorpion. Awesome. I got Jason Voorhees. I'm, I'm sure up. there are Bane masks out there. There should There's be. I found be. one that had a Hannibal Lecter one, which is like, this is perfect, but it was sold out. I couldn't get it. Ah, okay. Yeah, you would have the cool masks out there. I, key, I just have a basic black one and yeah, I gotta, I gotta up my mask game. What yeah. a crazy year that we talk about masks at all. Um, I, you've only got an hour and uh, we've got a lot of stuff to get to. I don't, I, I wanna sort of jump in. There's been so many things happening this year. You, you know, normally we would have gone to E3 and we would have done a nice oh, yeah. recap over a, a few episodes or so of uh, all the announcements and all the cool things that had happened there. But E3 has just been smeared across mm -hmm. the summer and Gamescom now has entered the fray and pretty soon it's gonna be PAX and there's lots of little announcements that keep bubbling up and I haven't been able to get to everything. Yeah. Uh, but I thought we would take a look at uh, uh, 10 of uh, the biggest announcements from Gamescom. Sure. And it happened a week ago, I know, but- uh, It was a lot less know, had... smoke here, it was weird. It's the first time I've been to Gamescom and there wasn't cigarette smoke in the air. <laughs> it was fantastic. Did you, did you watch the any of the opening night live that, yeah, that Jeff Keeley put together? Yeah, I watched all of it. I watched. I was like, "Come on, I gotta get, I gotta get my fix. I gotta get, gotta my, get my gaming fix. I gotta get it somehow, man." I was like, "Must we'll do it with Keely? It was good. I, it was good. I, it was very good." And I love the Crash Bandicoot thing where he actually goes to Cologne <laughs> and he's walking around with a suitcase and he's like, "Where, just, where is everyone?" That was here. awesome. <laughs> I love that they brought the the Crash marketing back like that. You know, the guy in the Crash suit was awesome. That As that is should. a game. I'm so freaking hyped for one of our uh, uh, longtime EP supporters is actually working on that game, Blade Blur, and I nice. cannot wait. And it's made at Toys for Bob, which is such an incredible company. They've always done really, really cool stuff. So very, very psyched for the new Crash Bandicoot. Um, but let's go down uh, the list of some of the other things. We finally got a, a nice taste of uh, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga. I got to interview one of the, um, I think one of the Skywalker? main designers. One of the uh, Jawas. Not Luke Skywalker. 
one of the I interviewed the jaw was yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at E3 last year and uh, that video has gotten a lot of views and a lot of hype because there aren't that many pieces of information and finally they they released a little bit more I you saw the demo at E3 last year yeah for yeah. Uh, Lego it, it's incredible it's yeah. so ambitious that they had to delay it yeah, right. I mean, they were like, well, we should just, you know, wait until it's all done. Let's wrap it all up into one concise package and then deliver the entire saga of, I want just, eventually they're going to get to the point where like, well, we got to put in Solo. We got to put in the Mandalorian. Right. We right. got to put in all the other Solo, like side stuff of it. And it's just going to be like, how big is this Lego game? It's just going to come in a giant Lego box with sets. From, that's what I want. I want a, like a $500 collector's edition with Lego sets from each of the universes that I can build with like a Death Star. And, a, and the game. And, it's, uh, weird yeah. that they, it's weird that they don't do that. I mean, they did it with Lego Dimensions a little bit, but they didn't really get into the Star Wars stuff. But it's weird that they yeah. don't tie sets of... Because you can create everything that they make in these games You can make life. so many different collector's editions that people would have to... I got to get all of them. There's this I one, know. you know, you can get the indie one, you can get, you know, whatever. But this game looks ridiculous. I, I know that there's a lot of people out there that are burnt out on the Skywalker saga and, <laughs> and uh, you know, we're, aren't the biggest fans of what just transpired with the trilogy. And even, I don't think John Boyega is going to be buying this game. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it, 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 uh, it, you know, I... Uh, in total, I loved that escape into Star Wars across that saga, and I've also loved what uh, LEGO has done and, and uh, TT Games have done with their Star Wars games. So I am super, super pumped to jump yeah. into this universe and to experience it like this. You know, it's going to be so fun. I mean, it's, it's one of those things that's like, it's one of those game series that you can get burnt out of it. But if you, especially if you have like kids lying around or if you just want to get a little, you know, multiplayer action co-op at the yeah. same couch playing the game together. I mean, I have a I have a Han Solo rug right here. I'm yes, gonna, I want to. I play it right there on my rug. The the uh, love for Star Wars can kind of wax and wane, but it doesn't take much to fire it all up again, does it? You know, no. like everybody's psyched for Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Too. I think. I, I think there might be some threads to some of the other stuff. I think that might be part of the delay, as they might have said, well, look, we've got th this other really important IP. We should throw some things in there that kind of lead in there. And, yeah. you know, they're still working. So I would suspect they're probably going to be something from Mandalorian, maybe the Clone Wars even. There's going to be a baby Yoda Lego guy creeping around and be like, wait, is that? <gasps> and people are lose their mind. Yeah, because, yeah, like they're not going to make a separate Lego Mandalorian game. Not yet. Not yet. Right? They I can do, I, not they yet. Can do, Maybe. It'll be maybe. Lego Star Wars, the the side adventures, and that's when it'll be like the solo and the, all the yeah, individual. Look, look at how long these games take to make now. They're so huge, right? Like, so I think they're doing the kitchen sink with this one. Even I though they're so. not, they didn't show any of that. We're they've got enough more. to. You know yeah. there's more on the horizon. This well, is not even out. Probably, it'll probably be DLC. Yeah. Uh, but interesting news related to this, because TT Games obviously is owned by Warner Brothers, but AT&T has uh, taken uh, Warner Brothers games off the table. They were There were discussions percolating that they were going to sell Warner Brothers. Yeah. Which I heard uh, the they interactive took that. edition. Oh. So they, they, they took that based off what happened at DC Fandom and the response to uh, the game reveals there. They said, nope, um, this is not for sale anymore. <laughs> Mistake! Which is good. Yeah, Objection! total mistake. <laughs> well, I just, I, you know, ultimately it might be a good monetary thing for Warner Brothers not to own its own game division because they could just license out all the properties but and not have to pay for making those games. But think of 
how you would handle that because they have so many different characters and so many like Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and yeah. I, actually I'm not sure if they're they have Batman they, they have Batman and Marvel just man. in a Lego uh, no Batman. not Warner Brothers oh no yeah well, oh TT games I'm still, yeah. yeah still yeah, that is confusing as well, right? TT's been able to work with Marvel stuff too. Yeah, very. When's that collaboration? I'll play the hell out of that game. Let's make that you know, mash over crossover happen. If you guys are working on the next big budget, huge game, falling back. To yeah, I mean, if you're doing a Skywalker saga across nine games and you're giving every world and we're able to fly, yes, the idea of a DC Marvel mm -hmm. Universe crossover that does seem like that's in the mm -hmm. purview. That seems like an, a possibility for TT to be able to do. Just, just sprinkling that into the universe. Just sprinkling. Okay. <laughs> I like that. Uh, okay, uh, I put down Wonder Boy Asha in Monster World. Um, there was a Switch, uh, fantastic game. The uh, the Monster World, uh, the Monster Boy game on Nintendo Switch a few years ago was just incredible. This looks yeah. like it's kind of following in the aesthetic footsteps. It's a remake of- uh, Fourth um, one. Yeah, I, I get World confused. 4. Wonder Boy in Monster World 4 from yeah. uh, 1984. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's a remake Wonder of Wonder 7 that. in 1905 <laughs> by 6 Part 7, the 8th version. It's the it second version of Part 4. Yeah, it does. Yeah. I, I played Dragon's Trap. I missed the last one. The it was so something. good. Yeah. Monster Boy is incredible. And I, I honestly, I don't know how they all tie in together. Like, I... I I checked them out a little bit as they came out back in the 90s, but I wasn't a diehard like my buddy uh, Johnny Millennium over at Happy Console Gamers. So he was there for that first go round and he knows all of the lore. And I'm, I, I, it's all kind of new to me, but I yeah. freaking adored Monster Boy and I played the Dragon Trap game and I thought that was cool too. I, lo I love that art style. You know, I love some classic old school hand-run hand cartoony looking graphics. So uh, yeah. I was definitely on board with the Switch version of Dragon Trap. I still need to play the second one. And now the Asha's in Wonder 4, 5, 17, the 18th version, part six. Well, you know, <laughs> when they release games like this, and Streets of Rage did that this year too, that are in 2D and of course Dead Cells, there's lots that we can point at. It really kind of um, uh, underlines that we don't have to move off of 2D and 2D games are still incredible and still super uh, worth our time and super fun and rewarding, you know? Yeah, I like the greatest 2D game coming this year in just a matter of weeks. Spelunky 2. Spelunky 2. <laughs> how, how many weeks have you carved off your, cal your calendar to be able to deal with just, that one? You can't see my wall, but there's little draws, little edge marks. It's like it's been 578 days since I last played Spelunky at GDC 2018. I need the second one. I'm feeding, oh, that's man. Awesome. Um, a little game that uh, is coming up from a tiny studio uh, called uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War uh, hit big at Gamescom. Yeah. This was uh, not a secret. A lot of people were buzzing about this thing coming our way. It's a direct sequel to uh, you know earlier Black Ops games. Um, I like to call this one uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Ronald Reagan. That's exactly, my, my note says the Call of Duty Reagan edition. Right, That's what it totally it says. is. We're gonna yeah, have to go out there and fight everyone. Shoot everything in the face and don't let anybody find out. <laughs> well, that I mean, that's almost the design document for Black Ops. They are mm -hmm. they are completely insane games, but they're always impeccably crafted. And now with the new engine tech that they're working with, and the visuals are insane. It's just so crazy. Yeah. And I I am digging the fact that they're uh, you, you know sort of 
can, with Warzone and some of the stuff that they're doing kind of in the free-to-play universe, even though I don't really spend a lot of time with all that stuff, they're connecting a lot of the mythology around Call of Duty in lots of interesting ways, you know? Yeah, I mean, look, the fan base out there is obviously diehard, you know? So they're like, oh, when you, when you get the little nuggets of information from other games, you're obviously going to take note. And be like, they're clearly paying attention to the writing. Are, are you a, uh, yeah, they do. They pay attention. They, uh, totally. So are you a big single player guy or do you prefer playing the oh, multiplayer? Yeah, stuff? no, I'm, I'm so single player. It's, it's, yeah. uh, it's unfortunate. I used to love multiplayer, but it, now it's just like, if you don't play, especially these kinds of games, like I can play multiplayer sports games. It's fine. But like shooters, I feel like if you miss out on a week, you're too, yeah. you're f way too far behind. And right. it's unfortunate because you're just like, I love, like games like Titanfall though made it super easy to like jump in. And even if you weren't the best player, there's robots and stuff you can kill and you feel like you're doing something and contributing to the team. These games, yes. I'm just like, nope, what? Start, yeah. damn it, hey, damn. They're, so they're, like, all, they're always fun though. Like the, the last Call fun. of Duty Modern Warfare was really, really fun. Uh, and multiplayer was awesome, and they did the like the uh, the the um, the, gun, the like two versus two mode. I forget yeah. what it's called. Gun, gun game or something like that. Yeah. Uh, gun. I can't. Remember. Sure. If you say so. It's no many of these shooters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but it was very. There's this thing called campaign fun. that I enjoyed the hell out of. It was fantastic. But you're right. It, I mean, that's the core sort of um, mo of these games is that they want you to jump in every single day, and I think like you i like to feel like i'm i'm sort of progressing inside of a story and and yeah. in multiplayer the story is really your advancement and your embellishment but it is interesting with call of duty is that it almost always splits the fan base and that's why they're kind of selling yeah. you the single player and slowly creeping towards giving you the multiplayer Halo is going to do the same thing yeah it's the same for any of these games though it's like they put i mean you can tell the guys that work on the games I mean, the, you think Ronald Reagan's going to show up in multiplayer? No, they built him for the single player. They want, you know, it's like they're all this, like this graphical beauty and like these things, there's just these works of art. Or some people are just like, I only play these games for the multiplayer. They don't even touch the single player. And it's like, but I know. that's when you go to these conventions and you're going to these events and these, they're showing off these trailers. They're not showing like, here's a multiplayer match. Look how exciting it is. It's like, great, guys yeah. getting shot and guys dying. And it's like, no, look at how beautiful these cinematics are. If you only play through the single player campaign and got to see it. Yeah, nobody does. Well, a lot of people don't. But I, I, I honestly think that Ronald Reagan's probably going to be a, a pur purchasable skin. <laughs> he's going to be like Odd Job in Goldeneye, just like totally. slapper. He's just going around slapping people, slappers only. Whap. I don't like. How do they get the rights to put a Ronald Reagan into a video? Do they have to if he's I, I a mean, presidential figure? I, I don't know. If they're doing they because put, I, they put other presidents and stuff in games. I feel yeah. like it's. Maybe, because he's he's a public figure and and he's a part of history that they can just, they can just you know create fiction around that and stick something in. I, sure. Interesting. There's, prob there's probably a foundation or something they have to go through and be like, we promise we're gonna do them right. We're not gonna. I have to uh, I have to get one of the devs on uh, in the Vic's basement and ask. Find out. I want to know. Uh, I mean, it's a huge reveal in the trailer for sure. Um, it, I mean, the game looks crazy and silly and, uh, you know, obnoxious and unbelievably fun, which is uh, like all the check marks that you want out of a Call yeah. of Duty. And that's just year. from guys sitting around a table talking to an old president. Yeah, you know? still, I want to I want to play this damn game. Uh, Dragon Age 4, they didn't show us gameplay, but they showed us something really damn cool. And Some I beautiful I freaking, transitions between people I talking. It. Well, there was people talking, and I know that people like to poo-poo that idea on, like, nobody wants to see the developers. I can't stand that comment. That, is a, that is a lie. That's all we ever did. 
That's what that's our job. That's what we've done for 25 years. Yes, that's it. You can put Mark Darrow on the screen anytime. And if he's talking about Dragon Age, I am in. Yes. Well, (laughs) I mean, these things come from imagination. You know, they come from human beings and it's interesting to see them. And it was, you know, it was it was funny because it's all, you know, it's pandemic time. So we had shots of the office, but then everybody's (laughs) under bridges and uh, forests by themselves. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but it was beautiful and you know i love the um i love the passion i love the you know uh, casey hudson sort of leading it off with he just looks like this wise you know this guy gandalf. that's been through it yeah, yeah he's gandalf now gandalf <laughs> yeah. of game design at the, at the top of the thing just sort of yes we, we are putting together something wonderful I, I thought that uh i thought that was nice man and i'm psyched i love yeah. bioware it's and- been a while since inquisition was the last one right yeah, and I love that game. Remember, I mean, yeah. it won uh, at the Game Awards, and uh, it was—I think it was our game of the year that year too for Rocket Might have Guns. been. Might have been. It was. It was a wonderful game, and I know it deviated a bit from Dragon Age Origins, and people have their favorite Dragon Age experience. Uh, but it's an amazing series, and yeah. so much has changed since they launched it in the game space. You know, I'm very curious to see how this new one is going to play. But technologically, it should be incredible. I wonder if they'll use Frostbite though. You think mm. they will? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on behind quarantine closed doors. Yeah. QCD. You know, the QCD is real. It is. I mean, they're an a, they're an EA studio, and they've got um, uh, you know, that's who's paying the bills. So they have to make <laughs> they have to kind of play along with the decisions nice. that are made. Everybody play nice. Yeah, We're but Frostbite did, did not serve Mass Effect Andromeda all that well. You know, and yeah. Uh, but maybe I mean because that was the first Dragon Age or first uh, Mass Effect game that used Frostbite, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Maybe you know, maybe they they took some notes, they learned some things. Yep. We'll see, dude. I, I can't even I can't even remember that robot game that they made now. I can't even remember the name of it. It's it's so blasted Anthem? out of my memory. Yeah, Anthem. Like I come <laughs> yeah. back. I mean, that's got to be completely dead at this point. Uh, you know. It's all it's I play so, right now, Vic. It's, it's yeah. <laughs> so talking about my favorite game right now. <laughs> I, can't, I can't believe like I completely blocked it out of my memory. It's like, yeah, yeah. Let's not let's not speak of Anthem, uh, but I, I'm sure that used Frostbite as well. And there was some okay stuff visually in that game, but uh, yeah. I hope you're right. I hope that if the, it is Frostbite and they're, you know. Um, they're way more into using the engine now. They've had a lot more experience with it, that there aren't any issues, there aren't any animation, th- anything that's gonna take us out. You know, that's yeah. the thing. They're, they're such detail-oriented, rich storytellers, um, and that's what we expect of them. That's their legacy. That's what they've built for us. And any kind of technological fumbles that take us out of that storytelling and, and the, um, the, you know, the world building that they do is like an arrow into the knee. Into the dragon, into the dragon's I was heart. Say, yeah, into the dragon's heart. Yes, but I, you know, I'm fired up, man. I, I, um, I, I have nothing but mad respect for Bioware. They're incredibly important, and uh, they've given us wonderful entertainment. So I really hope Dragon Age Four is their best game. They done good. I'm sure they do good again. Yeah, for sure. Um, Star Wars Squadrons. Yeah, it's a month away. I, I, you know me, I'm vibrating yeah. about this game. Like I'm yeah. totally freaking out. I can't <laughs> wait. You know, I've been begging somebody to make VR Star Wars like this forever. And it's finally, finally happening. In a month. 
in a month. One month, it's gonna be here. You're gonna be, there's gonna, I'm gonna, I got my VR headset under the TV. It's ready to. <laughs> I can't so, wait to not look at anyone while I'm playing this game. I know, right? You're just gonna be lost in space forever. So, Spelunky comes out when? Uh, the 14th. I don't know. There okay. wasn't a new. There should have been. A, there should have been a headline trailer at Gamescom. Should have just been right. Spelunky. <laughs> I think the 14th or 15th. Just for you. Two weeks. Yeah. Supposedly. Unless I, uh, did I, did I uh, uh, September. Uh, yeah. Oh, so how are you gonna find time to play Star Wars Squadrons if the, if Spelunky two comes out in September? I will have beaten Spelunky two many a times by okay. October second, <laughs> my friend. <laughs> It's Did September you... on Twitch. I got to get my streams back. I've been like lackadaisical on getting my streams back in action. But once Spelunky 2 hits, it's on. I can't wait to watch you get completely <laughs> addicted to this game. Uh, what, do you, what do you think of the single player uh, teases that they've given us about Star Wars Squadrons so far? I mean, again, it's uh, like you. Like, I just, okay. okay. Yeah. Yes, please. Sign me up. Because if I suck at multiplayer, I can, I can resort to single player. <laughs> the Force will be with me no matter what player I'm on. One or what, two or 20. You you know what I've found true in the uh, in the dogfighting modes of Star Wars games in the past is I don't even care if I suck. You know, yeah. like I, I'll just play the Rogue Squadron levels over and over again or X-Wing levels or, uh, you know, I played that VR mode in, in uh, Star Wars Battlefront, Battlefront 1 a million times yeah and I, I just jump into battlefront 2 dogfights all the time just because i love it you know it's it's just i think especially space combat it was like one of the first vr games that we played when the oh, oculus Eve first Valkyrie. came out evout right and i was yeah. like i'm in a cockpit i'm in space i don't yes. feel weird about this because i'm in space it makes yeah. sense and so especially yes. with something like star wars is just like a franchise i love Oh, yep. and I'm in space, and I'm with the music blasting yeah, around right? us. And my, we see all of my, the my yeah. cans are on, my mask is on. I got like they need. I don't know why they haven't come out with a skin. Oh, they will. Star Wars they skin will. for my head. I'm needed. sure. I'm sure that that's coming. Again, I'm coming sure out with these collector's coming. editions. If anybody out there is working on collector's editions, if you're looking for <laughs> ideas, we got Lego sets for your Lego games. I need a Star Wars shoot. We're going to talk about some physical, uh, cool collector's edition type things uh, with the Nintendo announcements uh, that happened this morning oh, yeah. in a second here. But uh, let's finish our Gamescom sure. uh, discussion. What did you think of that uh, very interesting tease of 12 minutes? Uh, I want to see 12 minutes of it. At least 12 yeah. minutes. The trailer should have been 12 minutes. <laughs> how do you it, How do you not? Come on. Like, hey, we got a game called 12 minutes. That's too on the nose. It's too literal. <laughs> I should have 11 minute trailer just to piss everyone off. But <laughs> yeah. The game's What happens in the last minute? Well, 12 minutes it might be the length of the whole thing. It might be that might be the game, right? I guess so. Damn. Right. That's the idea. It's a re it's a repeating kind of uh, Groundhog Day type nightmare. Um, Willem Dafoe is in it. Uh, James McAvoy and uh, uh, there's somebody. An all star studded cast, which kind of scares who, me though. Who's the other person though? Oh, I remember it was Willem. Okay, well, um, they, Willem. Uh, uh, you know, it's made by Anna Perna Interactive. Anna Perna, yeah. 
and uh, you know they're connected through their movie divisions and all that stuff. They've got a lot of money behind them, but they also take some really incredible creative risks. Yeah, uh, like Sayonara Waltarts, and uh, I'm I'm really interested to see how this thing comes together. It looks like it's a um, like a puzzle box type mystery type thing where you yeah. try to figure it out and trying to Hellraiser you know, the game. <laughs> how does this box work? <laughs> yeah, but you're trying to kind of change outcomes, you know, and. Um, uh, the conceit is cool, and I like the idea of uh, this overhead camera. At least that's what they're showing us. Maybe that was yeah. just a, for dramatic effect. But one uh, of the minutes could have just been one of the minutes. It could have been one every of the minute. It changes. First-person shooter, turn-based yeah. strategy, role-playing game, puzzle game. That would be that would be weird. <laughs> that would Willem be a very hard game to design. <laughs> Doctor Willem <laughs> Dafoe is my Doctor Mario. You're like, what the hell did this game just become? <laughs> Uh, so intrigued, at least. At, le at yeah. least it, it leaves us with lots of, of questions, and it, it looked like it erupted, and it was totally brand new, right? Yeah. Well, there was a uh, there was another game that oh, Lemnis Gate. Did you see that? It was a no. It, it's a it was like a time loop turn based shooter. So it was like think of like Edge of Tomorrow, but as a game. So like you go cool. through a thing, and then the time like you have to figure out what happens in a certain specific amount of time, and then it wow. rewinds, and then you go back and do it again. I was like, ooh, because I, I was just watching, I was just listening to some podcast. They were talking about Edge of Tomorrow, and I was like, that would have been an awesome idea for a game. And then I saw this trailer, and I was like, get the hell out of here! Yeah, there of course. There it is. Well, Edge of Tomorrow was so influenced by video games, right? Like, yeah. that, that was the whole concept there. Um, Medal of Honor is going to VR headsets with uh, the response partnership with Oculus. Yeah. Uh, it's called Above and Beyond, and uh, trailer looks amazing. And it looks like it's a full fledged Medal of Honor experience. Full fledged floaty arm <laughs> Medal of Honor experience. I was like, it's a good thing they pointed out that it was in VR because watching the trailer for it and I was like, is that a half arm holding the, is that guy's just arm attached to the gun he took off of another guy? No, it's your VR hand that was sticking out. I was like, well, that makes sense. I thought okay. they broke something in this trailer. I, you know, this is a this is a vaunted franchise, you know, and it's one of the best developers uh, that makes action shooter type experiences on Earth, and uh, uh, you know, the idea of jumping into a World War II action game like this in VR has been, I think, it was one of the probably one of the first concepts that popped up when VR started to make its comeback. It's like, sure. you know, we should play shooters that take us back into this kind of world and. You know, what's interesting is a lot of the people that worked on Medal of Honor as a franchise originally bounced around, ended up on Call of Duty, and then separated, and and uh, now they're know, back went home. around the inter Now they're yeah. you know yeah they got the their hands on uh, the franchise again, and they're making it for VR, and uh, it, it looks exciting. It looks like it's uh, going to be nerve wracking and stressful, um, and maybe feel a little too palpable, which has always been the weird thing about basing games on real wars and and uh yeah you know placing us into the boots of the soldiers but yeah yeah also, boots on the ground man boots yeah, on the ground exciting. in vr yeah, totally yes that's what it's you, gonna uh, feel you like. can do a collector's edition that come with actual boots so you can wear <laughs> <laughs> shrapnel little helmet you're thinking thinking of collector's editions I mean, all the yeah, time. people are gonna be they're gonna be like damn this is the you have collector's no room for more collector's right? editions in your in your house though look there's at that. plenty of room i'll, I'll yeah. make room there's a, there's a garage <laughs> empty closet right here that has more stuff in it I, you don't even see this wall that's where all my pops are my god man it's insane yeah. you're gonna look like the uh, the warehouse at the end of raiders of the lost ark that's the plan the guy swiveling in the collector's edition and sticking it up on top okay uh, 
I, I think the best looking game of Gamescom. Mm, I don't know. Mm. I don't, well, it's cy- it's Cyberpunk. Are you, are you got your bold pants? Are you even wearing pants? <laughs> uh, no, I'm not wearing pants. But I, I'm, there, I, you know, and I know it's cartoony graphics, and I know it's just like amping up everything to 11 because yeah. it's PlayStation 5. But Ratchet and Clank, a Rift Apart, come on, yeah. that's insane. That just looks ridiculous. Nice, nice beefy Ratchet and Clank trailer. Yeah, I mean, it looks so good. Obviously, obviously like reflections it's, it's everywhere, the, and like these these cartoon characters what, look like they're alive. You know. Yeah, as they sh- as they should by now. I mean, yeah. especially with Ratchet and Clank. Like, if it's a like a staple in your console's you know life, you have to make sure that one of like these games specifically look as good as they can. And I'm I mean I'm not surprised that Ratchet and Clank looks as good as it does. I was at Sucker Punch um, when they were making uh, Sly Cooper three, and I remember having this conversation because I think we were edging towards the PlayStation two. Uh, and I and I was like, what does it matter that we're getting these new consoles for games like yours? Because you're cartoony. <laughs> yeah, well, you're, you, you make cartoony games and how can you make cartoony things look, you, do you want them to look more realistic? Because they're cartoony, like how much more real yeah. do you need them to be? And then and then he's, he, the, the developer that I was talking to basically turned to me and said, there's always a way to make these look better. And yes, we want that new technology. And right. here's the proof right here. You know, <laughs> like they, they didn't need to make Ratchet and Clank look much better than that last PlayStation 4 game, which was absolutely gorgeous, but they sure as hell did. And God, and the idea of uh, loading in all of these different levels and environments quickly off of the SSD, yeah. super psyched. And honestly, like I used to think that the Naughty Dog purchase was the best thing that PlayStation did, but now I'm thinking, because of Spider-Man and Miles and Ratchet, yeah, I mean that's a that's a horse race between Insomniac and Naughty Dog at this point. Hey, right? it's a good battle to have on your console exclusive side, <laughs> you <Yeah>. know. <laughs> yes, what an incredible developer! I can't wait to play that game. Yeah, um, I, that that's a pre, like a pre-soul that and Miles because I love Spider-Man so much. Like there is no, I, there is no doubt in my mind. I'm going to love both of those games. You know. Yeah. Right. You can go in, you can review it right now. Game's fantastic. Swing I don't want to say that. Awesome. The rifts <laughs> in space are amazing. <laughs> I don't want to quite say 9. that. 9.5 out of 10. Yeah. 9.5? We're you edging dick. to that. You know it's a 10. Looks, yeah. <laughs> they look so good. I know, it's crazy. <laughs> that's, a, that's a very, that's a hilarious comment. Okay, um, uh, Fall Guys Season 2. Jeff was uh, all over Twitter talking about, I'm revealing Fall Guys Season 2 at Gamescom. And uh, it is the game of the summer, I think. I think the Easily, uh, yeah. Animal Crossing was the game of the spring. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's still got lots of fun in the summer. And, and we're going to talk about the Mario stuff they're going to add, too. But uh, um, Fall Guys is just amazing. What a wicked game. And, so good. And it's so, so good. It yeah. works. It's it's like I, I liken it to when I was deep into my Clash Royale phase, where right. it was just it's one of those things you jump into. The games aren't super long. It works properly you know that yep. i haven't really had any issues except for a couple of times when i get to the end and be like you lost connection and i was like maybe it's my internet you know i don't want to blame the game so <laughs> i had to move my I had to move my gaming console out to the hardwire internet and i haven't had any issues but just yeah, i don't a- think people have been cheating on the playstation right i think it's the cheaters have been on uh pc yeah and- <laughs> scoundrels 
<laughs> makes you angry just thinking about that, right? Like, Scoundrel. who cheats in a game that looks like this? But people right? do. It's not. Somebody's like, I gotta get all the credit. Like, what is the point? I gotta, I gotta get most first places. Is there? I get an ultimate crown. Uses. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's like that becomes their game. It's like trying to be a, a dick is like yeah. what their game is, right? They're yeah. out there. Yeah, they are. But Fall Guys Season 2, obviously more costumes. Uh, there's kind of like a medieval theme new episodes, kind of sprinkled yeah. through here. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, new challenges. All of them look like they are adorable and also like complicated. This, this. Yeah, complicated <laughs> and this hum of aggravation yep. and fury. Like mm -hmm. so beautiful, cute, but going to make you really mad. Mm -hmm. I just want like heavy boots. I just want like when I jump on a guy, I shouldn't fall. I should crush his face and they should not be able to get up. <laughs> that would go against everything that Fall Guy stands for. I got the no... little animal feet. I thought it would like claw my guy when I'm jumping on other guy's face. I'm like, nah, nothing. Pigeon nope. feet, Every... nothing. No. Everybody's cute. The, the most <laughs> aggravating thing, though, are the coordinated grab you attacks that will happen as you're just about to get across the yeah. finish line. See those guys stop, stopping? Like, why are you yeah. waiting? <laughs> the first few times I played, I'm like, why is this guy stopping? He's just grabbing onto me. No! Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> the rage. It is rage, but it's, it's adorable rage. as well. And it's so funny. Like, these guys with, like, no arms <laughs> hanging onto you. It's amazing. Love that game. Season two, I'm all in for. It will be very interesting to see how this game matures and how, because uh, clearly there will be some more monetization kind of structure to everything and how yeah. that's going to work. Um, they do a good uh, job giving it to you. You know, yes. it's, not, it's not like like a game like Fortnite. Obviously, you need to be good at shooting and building. Yeah. But then, like, as long as you have an awesome costume that you spend some money for, hey, that's fine. But Fall Guys, it's like I just got to run and win or come into a decent enough place. Uh, win a couple rounds, gain a couple coins, earn a new costume, earn a new skin, new colors, whatever. I, so I, like I haven't won enough to know, but uh, do you know if you start winning, are, are there, uh, obviously you unlock better stuff and new gear and things. You can spend yeah. your crowns on stuff, but it, 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 do you also get identified on the screen, regardless of whatever you spend, as being kick-ass at the game? Do, I, mean, like, I, do they, I would, I would do, think like there's got to be some elite feat or like an elite face color or something. They'd be like, oh, he's got golden toes. Or the guy's would that level 50. automatically put a, a target on that person and kind of make it a, an unfair, at, you know, experience for a lot of people? I could. I mean, the one thing I notice about when I'm playing Fall Guys is that I'm not really paying that much attention to the other people. True. It's you a know? scramble. Like, it's yeah. like I'm. I'm. I'll let my focus in the finish line. That's what. <laughs> Laser focus, finish line. Well, it's like, it's like you're guys around me, I don't see them. Every every level is like you're getting your kid's toy during uh, Black Friday. You're getting it's the like, Christmas present for your kid, and right. yeah, you got to beat all the other shoppers. I got to get to aisle seven, bro. I got to get there so fast. <laughs> yeah, totally. Screw everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> And, and Cyberpunk showed off a little bit more as well at Gamescom. And again, pre-sold, you know, yeah. I'll be shocked if we don't love this game. I'll be shocked if, if uh, I, I will legit be shocked if it doesn't win game of the year, um, even against Last of Us Part Two because of uh, just its epic scale and its scope and um, freedom. But, it, but is that too much for some people? Some people, you know, don't want the scope. Last of Us 2, nice chunk of, it's, here's your condensed story, this is what it is. Cyberpunk's one of those things that's just going to keep going. It's going to yeah. have its story, but obviously yes. people are going to be 
Yeah, so. I think it's going to be overwhelming for sure. But then The Last of Us 2 also had its detractors and it was overwhelming in other ways for people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, right now it's looking like that's the fight, right? Like that's going to be the, if you if you do like a, a bird's Fall, eye, let's be, Fall Guys is going to win game of the year. Well, and Fall Guys is in that conversation and Animal Crossing is in that conversation. But if you're looking at, uh, you know, kind of state of the art in- Star um, Wars Squadrons is winning game of the year. <laughs> All right, way too soon to tell is what yeah. you're telling me. But uh, boy, that cyberpunk sure looks pretty, huh? And it, it, does, sure, it sure looks like there's going to be a lot of things to do in that game. Oh my God. And there are going to be a lot of people doing all of those things. Oh, I know. Yes. Yeah. Stories will be told. And yeah, and that's, I think, the amazing thing about uh, the games that CD Projekt Red makes is, uh, especially since The Witcher 3, is just the, uh, the freedom and the, uh, like, everybody's experience with it and everybody's stories of playing these games can be slightly different, you know? But Cyberpunk, yeah. even in a more broader sense, I think, because of the, uh, it's just the mass... Mm -hmm. you know kind of space and all of these gadgets and widgets and cool crazy people that you're going to meet and and uh, you know the additions keanu that reeves. they're planning to it and keanu reeves yeah, <laughs> yeah. okay killing it this year keanu killing it <laughs> did you like uh, bill and ted 3 did you I haven't have watched it yet but I'm, oh. I'm, it's it's probably this weekend's journey I, I really liked it. I really liked it. it. They, they. I wasn't liking it at first. It was a little bit rough to begin with, but it. Uh, they totally won me over. But Marcy, mm -hmm. my wife, did not like it at all, <laughs> and we've had a few conversations about that. And I, so I don't know if it's for everybody, but I. I was really. Uh, the wife and I. We've had some suspect movie nights here at the house, where I'm like, "You, what are we watching? This is the <laughs> worst thing I've seen all year." Shout out to the assistant. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. All right. It's like um, uh, Lock, that movie Lock. Did you see the movie Lock with Tom Hardy where he's just in a car on a phone the whole oh, time? Oh, yeah, I like that and movie. The movie yeah, was trash, that with... Silence! That movie no, was trash. No, I like that movie. Then yeah, you'll I love think... The Assistant. Uh, Marissa and I Which reviewed it... that one. That the was Assistant cool. is the girl from the Ozarks with the curls. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, and it's just her having a shitty day at work. Ah, that's, that's it. That's the movie. Is it? Was it made in quarantine? No. But it was like, okay. it's very, it, 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 I mean, it touches on a lot of things. There's just like male chauvinisticness in the workplace and all this other stuff. But he's just okay. like, I get it. It sucks. But this is the move. I'm like, somebody's <laughs> about to die. She's about to find a body. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not at all. She gets to go home at the end of the day. End scene. <laughs> there it is. Oh, wow. <laughs> so it was like scene study in a way. It was all yeah. intense character work. I get you. Yeah. I get you. Okay. Um, let's talk a little bit about the Nintendo stuff. And I know that just as we were rolling, you were like booting up the computer and, and uh, you yeah. got like, it just dropped today. We, the we were six biggest this announcements on, is the article I was reading from the yeah, Nintendo. On Thursday is when we recorded this. And, and I think this will be up on Thursday. the weekend. So it's, it's been, a, it's going to be a couple of days after and this news is everywhere, but this is brand new to you. Yeah. Um, yeah I, you know, I was, uh, reading uh, emails and tweets and stuff and I I completely lost it when I saw all of this stuff. It was just like an atom bomb of Mario news. It's ridiculous. The long speculated uh, re-release of Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine. Yes! And mm -hmm. uh, 3D All-Stars. 3D All-Stars coming out this month and uh, you know seminal incredible games. I can't wait to play Super Mario 64 especially with my daughter and mm -hmm. for her to you know be able to here we go 
Yeah, see this on the big screen and, and see, and, and we can have conversations about how much that game matters to, to games and yeah. how it changed the business forever. And uh, that the roots of EP are also tied in with, uh, uh, you know, Super Mario 64 launching. Um, but I can't freaking wait for that. And I haven't played Sunshine since it launched. I haven't been able to go back to that game. So what, I'm so I'm, excited to play that. I'm excited for Sunshine and Galaxy because those are two Mario games never beat. Yeah, they're missed massive. Out, missed, missed out on finishing them. I don't understand why. I, I finished Odyssey, I, with the most recent one. I was like, I plowed through that, put all the hours in, got all the stuff I needed to get in that game. But like, the, guys, I missed the launch of the GameCube is what it is. I got GameCube a couple like months into the cycle or maybe like a year right, later right. when it was like a yeah. hundred bucks. And I was like, well, I can't not get it for a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I just never finished Sunshine. So I'm like, well, shnikes. I had Galaxy. Well, the Switch is turning into the catch-all, right? Like it is the it is the the most ultimate Nintendo system. You yeah, know, it's with the this, Nintendo this, Berry Pie. Right? It's got everything. And yeah. all they need to do now is kind of unlock the solution for Game Boy Advance and well, Game Boy period and DS and 3DS. Like how are they going to bring that incredible library of software to this machine? Like they're inching towards clearly GameCube and, and Nintendo 64. They're yeah. locking up all the Wii U re-releases. Uh, you know, and now they've got Nintendo and Super Nintendo stuff in, in the Switch Online stuff. It's an amazing machine for being able to bring all of that stuff together. And if they keep adding, you know, emulators to, to uh, classic machines, that's just going to make people so joyous. Uh, but mm -hmm. in addition to Super Mario 3D All-Stars, um, Super Mario All-Stars hits the Super Nintendo. It's up right now. If you've got a Nintendo Switch Online, you Today's can play the, the classic collection of all of these great 2D Mario experiences that were remastered for the Super Nintendo. I can't wait to play those with my kid. Um, the craziest announcement, and there were a few crazy announcements, but the craziest one is uh, Mario Kart Live. Home I think circuit. that's the name of it. Yeah. I don't have it in front of me. Mario Kart uh, Live Home Circuit. Home Circuit, where you have a physical remote controlled Mario Kart, which we've seen before, but now you control it through the Switch and there's a camera embedded on top of your car, your cart, and you can race other, I don't know how it's gonna work. I guess everybody's yeah. gonna have to have their own Switch and their own cart, which sounds <laughs> like a pricey, and then you have you to know. go to an actual empty racetrack because, you know, <laughs> there's racetracks are just well, open. <laughs> it looks like you can kind of lay out parameters um, on your floor, no matter what kind of a space you're in. And you can have cars racing under couches and chairs. And I want Nintendo to take over like a, a, a live racetrack and just have like hundreds of people with their switches, six feet apart, of course, yeah. just racing around this racetrack. Right. Indi Indianapolis I mean, this... 500, just... Dude, think, think, think of what this means for esports, something like this, you know, where yeah. you're bridging games and uh, physical remote controlled vehicles. Like the, the next evolution clearly would be uh, like a drone thing where you're controlling it with your your switch yeah. or something like that. And there already are drone races and stuff. Nintendo but the, drones. Nintendo yeah. drones. There you go. Collector's edition Nintendo drones. <laughs> Put it in your warehouse. There it is, guys. Lock it in. <laughs> Lock it in. We're making millions. Da, 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 da. Wheeling it in. <laughs> You're going to need a forklift. Take it off the shelf. Finger. Bring me the Nintendo. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, but the, yeah, I, dude, I can't wait. I can't wait to check this out. It looks ridiculous. 100 bucks. It looks, 100 bucks. 
Yeah, but you know what? I mean, the idea of that interactivity, like Nintendo was trying some stuff, that partnership with Lego, and, and uh, it's not just a Lego set of Mario stuff. There's interactive elements that sort of tie it to Mario and their sound, yeah. like to Nintendo game design um, is amazing. That NES that they made too is so cool. Uh, and oh, yeah. and you know you know they've got partnerships with clothing companies. They've got Puma shoes and and I think a, yeah. a company I've never heard of called Black Milk. Like they're they're yeah. really kind of thinking of how to physicalize their properties and their characters. They're taking them out of as they should. What they did with Ring Fit and um, and Labo. You know, like they're, they're yeah they're trying all of these different ways to kind of you know see where gaming philosophy and gaming concepts can filter into everyday life you know and the idea of like taking a toy off the shelf and you can you know through a ar technology enjoy that toy in a whole new sort of way is brilliant peak nintendo no, i know they're smart i love it i mean even doing. the game and watch concept is so crazy and this is obviously a way to kind of celebrate their history and celebrate the history of mario um, I think I had the original Game & I think I still do have one of those original Mario Game & Watches in my collection. Not surprised. Um, in, my, in my Raiders of the Lost Ark warehouse. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about but, my uh, warehouse. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah the, the, it's going to have uh, color screens. It's going to have a couple of the Mario games and some of the classic Game & Watch stuff and a whole bunch of hidden elements in there. Um, super collectible, super... Yeah insane crazy concept to bring one of those things back and i want one so bad i can't wait to review it two more months uh, and then November. they've got um yeah it's coming up soon so uh this month we've got 2d all-stars 3d all-stars mario kart live is next month november is the game and watch and then, then they've Super got mario uh, bros 35 yes when 35 is that when does players, that hit? that's the october 1st october 1st okay and that yeah that one's kind of like their tetris 99 kind of concept yeah. that looks crazy and fun as well uh, then they've got Super Mario 3D World from the Wii U, yeah. plus an extra Bowser Bowser's uh, Fury, Bowser's Fury um, extended game concept that they're going to attach to that. So that should be a pretty meaty experience when all that comes out. Yeah. And they're Snap dropping Fury. Mario content in Animal Crossing and Splatoon and uh, Smash Brothers. So they're like sell and there's extra pins you can pick up on the Nintendo Online Store. It's a little bit of Everything Mario. and it's a yeah. massive Mario. I like to call it Mario Overkill. <laughs> no, I, I, honestly, he's though, in it's everything. Like, not, I'm a, not saying it's a bad thing. Not I saying think it's, it's bad. I think it's great, but I don't think we had anything like this for the 25th anniversary or the, or the 30th. Thir uh, the 30th, they kind of, you know, they, that's when they. I feel like that's when they kind of brought it to light. You know, they had like the pins, and then there was the amiibos, and you know, yeah, they, they were celebrating. Yeah, and they had it. the they had the. Um, they had the Super Mario All-Stars, I think, on the Wii at that point or something like that, or the Wii. There was some kind Maybe, of yeah. collection that they did. Yeah. They sent us one of those. The Red Box. Um, yeah, something. Yes, that's right. And then, um, but it does sort of like, what are they going to do for the 40th? You know, because that now they have to top themselves. And this is a lot. Like, I cannot believe how many different things. The one thing that's weird, the one thing that definitely stands out is Super Mario Galaxy 2 isn't included in the 3D yeah. All-Stars. So I'm wondering if that's DLC or how are they going to do that? They're not. They're just going to forget Mario Galaxy 2? No, they're like, we'll, we'll release it on its own. Remastered. Ultimate no, Remastered you Edition. Can't, you can't remaster the second one. 
I don't know. But I didn't put it together. I mean, the first on, Mario All-Stars had one, two, three lost levels. All right. The 3D <laughs> All-Stars has Sunshine, Galaxy, and 64. Why isn't there an extra one? Why? Right. When's, when's Mario mean, Kart 3D. All-Stars come out? I want every Mario Kart I know, game. right. Mario Kart Maker. All eight of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which is kind of what you get when you get Mario Kart 8 because it takes levels from everything. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, happy birthday, Mario. We, yeah. we, you know, Nintendo made you a whole bunch of things and made yeah. us a whole bunch of things. I can't right freaking wait. Yes. What you got there? That's my oh, 30th there anniversary. From the 30th. That was his oh, 30th lovely. birthday. There Old it is. Mario. Keep it a classic. Happy birthday, Mario. Happy birthday, You're Mario. You're great. Let's go. <laughs> Mexico, I love it there. Fantastic. <laughs> Still the okay. best Charles Day um, ever. Uh, well, we only we only have a few more minutes left here before we got to let you go. Uh, Nvidia had some uh, massive announcements. They showed off 8K gaming at 60 frames per second. Did you check out some of that? I I mean I of course, but then I was just like I just I just can't. I, like I got, I gotta buy a new console. Granted, I love my PC. That's and then why like, we're seeing this, by the yeah, way. Exactly. That, that is absolutely why. It's like that, you know, my, my gaming the PC rug has, under the. <laughs> yeah. Like my gaming PC has an Nvidia Titan in it, which works fine. And then you're like, this one just happens to be this many more times powerful than the Titan. And I was like, why you gotta point out mine? Why you gotta point out the graphics card I'm using? Like my graphics card works fine. I don't, I don't want to play 8K. Yes, I do, but I mean like. I gotta buy new consoles. And now gotta I gotta buy new TVs, gotta new buy, receivers, everything. I got nice, All I got of nice it's monitors. gonna change. I got nice monitors. Yeah. I don't wanna have to go get 8K monitors now. I don't even know if my eyes can handle it. I'm too close to this screen as it is. I gotta keep it, keep arms rinsed away. No, I mean, They had Adam Sessler and, and uh, uh, Tim and Andy from Kind of Funny. They, all, they, they got them all into NVIDIA to check in. You, you see the looks on their faces? Yeah. They were freaking blown away. <laughs> they didn't even know what they were looking at. It's awesome. Yeah, it's it's insane. I mean, I thought, you know, when Blu-ray came out, it was like, damn, these movies look so good. And then you yeah. see a movie in like Ultra HD, you're like, how'd they make it look better? Now it's gonna be like, yeah. <laughs> we got 128K. I, but fine. does the eye even see 8K? Does the, Do we even know? Is it a perceptible thing? Or is it just the the, the squishing of pixels in the distance then and you can see better. I think it's like it's I, gonna I think it's gonna be one of those things where like I always comment on this to my friends who have kids I'm like kids nowadays aren't gonna know high definition like not, right. they're not not gonna know what high definition is so I feel right. like if your kids grow up with 8k they're gonna know like I remember playing games on a CRT and I was like this game looks as real as it ever is going to get and then you go back and play <laughs> totally. that game again and you're like this game is trash what were yeah. my eyes thinking? <laughs> Look at the characters in Goldeneye on the N64 and your 27-inch CRT. You're like, Triangle heads, is yes. that him? Is that Pierce Brosnan? <laughs> Pierce Brosnan did the likeness for this game? <laughs> you go back and look at it now, you're like, is that a stick with Pierce Brosnan's face drawn on it? What the hell? <laughs> And somebody, somebody should do like the side by side and, and like in real time fix Pierce Brosnan's face to look like the character. It's like that terrible statue they did of Ronaldo at like an airport and they had some sculptor do a statue and he's just like 
<laughs> yeah. It was just and like that, Ronaldo. And that was PlayStation 1 right there. Yeah. And Nintendo 64. I love it. Uh, well, that was the FIFA Invi- 1995 version. Uh, the, yeah, totally. Well, the NVIDIA stuff was breathtaking. Just absolutely crazy. I, I loved how cheeky they were, too, with the... Uh, the, the, at the opening of their video is just the screen getting larger and larger and larger and the graphics getting better <laughs> yeah. and better. It was very cool. Yeah. It was a great presentation, actually. I really liked the presentation. It was so um, accessible, done from the guy's kitchen. You know, I forget the, the CEO's name, but uh, it was just really accessible and cool. And then it was just like, and here is the future. <laughs> <Yeah>. Hands explode. <laughs> And uh, like, and seriously, that marble real-time video that they showed is just sick. It's just it's, crazy. It's like the first time you saw Half-Life 2. You're just like, yeah. what? These barrel physics, and shoots the things and the barrels drop down. That yep. was mind-blowing. You know, yes. and I was just like, all right, this is yep. that generations of like, oh, it's on. Well, I, I also- Teraflops like, is in this bad boy. We know that like real-time um, animation festivals and like, re- like we're seeing real-time effects happen on the Mandalorian. I keep, I'm referencing yeah. the Mandalorian every episode of Vic's Basement, by the way. Because it was so good. It, it's so good, but it crosses over, you know, for every discipline. Like it's games fused with movie making and, you know, anime, like it's, it's, a, it's changed everything. And now we're seeing real time animation. Way, it is the it way, It is the way. Yeah. But I, you know, I think that we're gonna see real time animation movies come out, you know? Like we're probably going to be watching a film where we can change the camera angle on it, and we're going to be I'm able in. to watch the character. I mean, we do that in video games, anyways. But we're probably going to get some like well, they have Disney those like choose your own adventure thing. Netflix shows. You know, it's yeah. going to be something like that. I'm Crazy. In. Sign yeah, me up. and I mean that's probably what Nvidia is doing behind the scenes. And uh, the other thing that happened this week is Intel dropped uh, information on their 11th gen processors. And I, you know, I'm not a, a tech expert kind of guy, so I don't know all the, you know, what the cores mean and the threads and all the stuff. Yeah. It, you know, how how much better it's going to be. It's going to be know. really good. <laughs> but one thing that they were definitely highlighting was that they're focusing on thin and light laptop technology being much better for uh, game playing. And yeah. again, here we're seeing like Intel is leaving the Apple universe pretty soon because Apple's going to be making its own silicon. So um, Intel's got a kind of, and they're getting a lot of competition from AMD right now. So Intel's trying to show consumers and trying to show the the tech um, reporting universe out there how serious they are. And I I know that there's been some delays and some technology that they've been working on. uh, I think like seven nanometer uh, chips or something like that. Yeah, Um, sure. Again, though, I'm not Linus Linus (laughs) tech tips. (laughs) How many nanometers? Uh, but I, I am a PC gamer that plays on laptops. And when I see these super thin laptops, they even had one of those um, uh, tablet foldable laptop things. Yeah. That was, you know, they're able to run like state-of-the-art games at 1080p on these, these screens at 60 frames a second. I need it in 8K. It, well, that's coming, <laughs> at, you know, years after we get it on That'll home That'll be here desktop. in 2021. 2021, yeah. But it, again, super exciting announcements from you know these chipset manufacturers, and I believe that these things are you know clearly they're tied to uh, the uh, the yearly cycles and and uh, trying to meet their year end deliverables sure, yeah. and keep the investors happy and all that. But it is very odd timing because um, coupled with these two massive announcements to keep people PC gaming is Sony going out there and saying that they're going to be putting more of their first party games on the PC. So I feel like. Uh, 
there has been kind of I don't know if you've noticed this because you've you you're a PC player too, but it it hasn't been the leaps and like remember there were years where it felt like every year the PC just was like hurtling over itself and it was just like yeah. this other but it's been it's been happening but it hasn't been the same leaps and bounds but now it feels I feel I like it's yeah it's it's the, the it's prices not... have come down and people yeah. have, have picked up PC gaming a lot more and there's I, I don't know the store like maybe the competition between Epic and Steam, but there's there's a lot of vitality. There's a lot more movement. It feels like in the PC gaming space, and I, I just feel it because monitors showing. monitors are getting better. So like visually, it's easier to portray instead of like look, we have better shaders in you know the GeForce 1080X or 1080i or whatever the hell it's called. Yeah. Um, and then so now it's like well making the jump from you know crt to hd was huge and then hd to 4k was big and now you got 8k right. so it's just like now they can show off look at how great we can make it look which is it's easier to see it now instead of hearing about it and you're like sure i guess it the darkers darks are darker i don't know what whatever the hell that means yeah. sure the whites are white and the blacks are black this is fantastic this is how it's yeah. But now you're just like, you, oh yeah, no, no, it's really like, oh yeah, oh yeah, but I look in HD. Yeah. Do you play on your your uh, PC monitor or do you hook it up to your TV? Depends on what I'm playing. Because I feel uh, like usually that's if I'm another streaming, thing I play on my monitor, but my monitor is uh, a 4K. Gotcha. So. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I think that's another thing that's been happening, and there, certainly that's part of it too. Is a lot of streamers because it is a way. It's much easier to stream and be on camera because I've been thinking about this because I've been streaming a little bit. It's a lot easier to stream and be on camera if you're at a PC than yeah. it is if you're sitting back on your couch, right? It's just, yeah. it's, it's a different, because you need to yeah. be kind of up and engaged and with the audience if you're streaming. And it's, this is, this kind of a relationship yeah, this, is a lot this better. This is my setup. I got this setup and then I got all my right. consoles and stuff on the TV if I just want to play games off to the side. So everybody's using PC, this is it. I, I, like everybody's using PCs to get on Twitch and YouTube right now. And so because they've been buying pretty robust PCs, they've also been doing a lot of gaming off of their PC. And, and certainly a lot of people are hooking up consoles and stuff, but then they go, well, I've got this awesome PC. Why don't I just get the game on the PC and stream it right from here? So I feel like there's, and certainly NVIDIA is aware of it. They have a broadcast solution in their cards and Intel's got a broadcast solution in their cards. Yeah. Um, and Sony's going to be shipping new first-party games for the PC. So as much as it's exciting as hell that Xbox is coming out with theirs and PlayStation's coming out with theirs, PC isn't going anywhere. And PC no. gaming is... Not at all. It's only going to get better. Kind of on fire right now. You know. Imagine, I don't, I don't know how high the quality of PS5 stuff's going to be, but if first-party right. game comes out on my 8K super-powered nvidia machine uh yep. we're gonna probably play it on that because i want to see miles morales in 8k on my beautiful you know well like, that's oh! uh, that's just... that's what you uh yeah and and you, certainly we're we're um being promised that the series x and the playstation 5 are, are sort of upwards compatible to to like 8k and we'll be ready at 4k 60 frames per second for everything but it, that's still a lot for people to kind of get to if yeah. I got a 27 inch CRT. I'm still playing these games on Vic, which yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> no, but it, I, mean, I mean, the developers, like if, if the hardware isn't like it's, it's optimized and it, it's, um, it's the same across all the systems on, on yeah. PlayStation and on Xbox, which makes it easier to develop too. But if it doesn't have that sheer raw horsepower, it may be hard to hit those targets. It may be hard for every yeah. developer to get 60 frames per second at 4k. 
but you know, clearly what NVIDIA is saying and what uh, Intel is saying and, and presumably AMD is saying is that those targets are going to be exceeded almost immediately upon the launch of these new consoles. Right. If you, the future, if you stay the with future the of Rick. Pixar movies is going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah, and I, I feel like you know that's kind of what they're showcasing it's like how it's it's looking so photo real in real time it's it's ridiculous and the unreal yeah. engine is also a part of this equation as well which they showed off but this uh, sony publishing on pc thing is almost as big as as uh microsoft trying to get its it, you know its software across everything you know it's almost yeah. that same kind of um, commitment, but it, th again, they would be foolish, especially with a game like Spider-Man or Miles Morales, to not find homes for that software in as many places as possible, right? Yeah, get as many eyeballs on it as you can. Yeah. People want to play these games. For yes, the love of the game, man. For the love of the game. Yeah. So, um, my brother, I know we got to let you go, um, but uh, that was a whole lot of stuff to talk about in one hour, and we got to get you back here again soon. Yeah, I mean... I'm literally here all the time. <laughs> As I got I. nowhere to go, man. <laughs> all right. Well, I love you, and I will have you on the show uh, again very soon, my friend. And right uh, we got to do some reviews and stuff together soon, too. Yeah, there's a new WWE game coming next week. I'm doing a preview for it. Are you? Next, next Monday, Tuesday, sometime next week. I don't know. You want to do a review for us? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay, because I, I don't know anything about those games. You know that. No, this is, a, it's like arcade WWE Battlegrounds. It's like old school oh, yes. arcade -y. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you know what? I, you know, I'll ask for a code and we can play that online together and then we'll talk about it together. Done. All right. I like that a lot. Okay. This has been uh, my brother, Jose Sanchez. You know him from Electric Playground and Reviews on the Run. And boy, it is great to have you on Vic's Basement. Thank you so much for being here, my friend. And thank Thanks you for letting so me out much of your for watching. Yes. <laughs> we'll see you all soon. And until then play forever.